Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. The Daily Dollop podcast is proudly brought to you by The Capital Chemist, Australia's premium community pharmacy where loyalty matters. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting about the key reasons why you're failing at weight loss and what you can do about it. Welcome back to The Daily Dollop podcast, everyone. I hope you're having an amazing week in this incredible lead up to Christmas. I am. I'm having a great week so far. I'm really, really looking forward to having a break and just resting and oh, getting back into 2022 oh, with a little bit of R&R under my belt. I don't know about you, hey guys, but it's it's been a tough old year. But fun fact about me, talking about Christmas, and I feel a little bit nervous sharing this because maybe you guys won't like me afterwards, but it's the truth and I'm being really honest, but I hate secret Santas. I hate the Secret Santa game. I hate it. I don't know why. And it's not because I hate Christmas, but I guess when it comes to Secret Santa, I'm a bit of a bar humbug. I just hate buying presents for the sake of buying presents. If I'm buying a present for someone that feels really meaningful and I've just thought of it and I just am like, wow, that person's really going to love that present. I like giving presents. But on the my whole like love languages side of things, present giving, for those of you familiar with the love languages, is my lowest one, not high on my priority list to give and receive presents. And so Secret Santa, especially the game where you play Stealing Santa or Naughty Santa, oh, I just hate it. You just end up with crappy gifts that you then have to throw away and it's just wasteful. I don't know. I just get in this really bad mood about it and I'm so sorry. Those of you who love Secret Santa are now really disappointed in me. But for those of you out there who secretly hate Secret Santa, you don't have to hide that anymore come out into the open and join me with the Secret Santa hate. It was actually really funny because there's a few new team members on my team this year and one of them asked another team member, oh, are we going to do Secret Santa? And the other, that team member who's been on our team for years was like, oh, no, Kate doesn't like Secret Santa. We don't do that here. And I felt so bad, but it's true. It's the true. It's the truest of true. Anyway, we are chatting today about why you are failing at weight loss. And the reason I'm popping this episode in here is because not long after Christmas and into the new year, a lot of you are going to start thinking about your weight and losing weight in 2022 being the year that you do that. And so what I want to chat through is this idea of why you might not be losing weight and potentially why you're failing at it, why you keep trying and why you're struggling. You see, I've been helping people lose weight for a really long time. And in fact, my very first job fresh out of uni was working for a weight loss and exercise program. Following on from that, I was a corporate health consultant. And then I did a little stint in the public service, which destroyed my soul. Um, But then after that, had my first baby and then not long after that, my second baby. And I've been running my own business as a nutritionist since then. So very long time, over 10 years now. And so anyway, after years of chatting to people about their health, their food, their exercise, their daily habits, 
all the factors that go into successful weight loss and not to mention having lost weight myself is that I've concluded a few things. The majority of people are not successful at losing weight. And secondly, if people do happen to be successful at losing it, they're not successful at keeping it off. And the reality is, is that for a myriad of different reasons, and there's not one thing to blame, but losing weight and body fat, losing body fat is really hard. And then maintaining that loss is even harder. And, you know, if I was to go into the biochemistry of how our bodies function metabolically, I was going to do it with the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Um, Anyway, I digress. Is that why it would explain why it's so hard, but I'd need hundreds of podcast episodes to go into that. And to be honest, I wouldn't call myself an expert in metabolism because it's just so complicated. So just know that it's extraordinarily complicated. But despite the complications, we do know from the scientific evidence how weight loss is achieved and also how weight loss is maintained. However, when it comes to actually putting that into practice day to day, that's where the challenges start to arise. And so there are some common mistakes that people frequently make and myself included back when I was trying to lose weight after I had um, my babies, well, one of my babies, not the other. And so, yeah, I just want to talk through some of those reasons why, based on my experience, and then talk through a fix for them, what you can do about them. Because certainly, you know, these reasons below might be one of the reasons why you year after year are still trying to lose weight. Like, wouldn't it be nice to just start a new year and that not be on the resolution list, right? So let's get stuck into it. The first reason is that you diet too strictly. So when I meet someone for the first time or when I give a presentation or, you know, if you've listened to this podcast for even a handful of episodes, you'll know how I feel about dieting. And But I like to explain and tell a story to people around Motivational Mondays, how we start our days and weeks with good intentions and yet often end them overeating and then breaking the diet, really annoyed and disappointed with ourselves. And that's because cutting back too much on your food, so being too restrictive or too strict with your diet, will leave you hungry, tired and grumpy and wanting the things that you can't, in in inverted commas, have. And because your body is wired towards eating, it wants to eat as opposed not to eat because you need to eat to survive – If you don't feed yourself enough, you will experience high appetite levels urging you to go find food. And then if you put that in an environment where we live, where food is abundant and all around us, it's then a recipe for disaster. And there's really good evidence that shows that after a period of quite strict dieting or energy restriction is that then for up to 12 months after the diet, your appetite is heightened, driving you to eat more food crazy hey and so the fix is just taking it slower and in my opinion cutting back too much on your diet will basically only find yourself consequently binging and overeating and being inconsistent and so the fix to that is to try and eat a little more eat as much as you can and still get the weight loss results you need more vegetables more whole foods more you know I kind of think isn't it better to eat more whole foods and then not want to eat poorer quality foods, then to skimp on the whole foods and be restrictive overall, only to grab ultra processed foods later because you're so hungry. 
The second mistake that I see in people is that they don't have a long-term mindset. Now, it's fine to have shorter-term goals like losing weight for a wedding or an overseas trip or a special event, but I kind of think, don't you also want to be healthy and maintain a healthy weight for the rest of your life? You know, these short-term mindsets don't build long-term habits, period. And so you've got to think, what sort of body, eating habits, lifestyle do I want to have when I'm 70 years old? And then when you take that perspective, suddenly you're not so stressed and anxious about the chocolate bar that you ate after a few days of chicken and broccoli, right? It's prescribed by your PT. Because a more long-term perspective allows you to take small, consistent steps to build healthy habits and not just do healthy things for 12 weeks or eight weeks while you're on the diet. So the fix for this mindset is be in it for the long term. Life is a journey, not a destination. Don't wait to start your life when you get to the weight that you want to be. Start living now and while you're living, make small, practical, easy tweaks to your diet, not crazy strict rules or weird, you know, food rules, right? or foods that you actually hate eating. The third mistake or, you know, just thing holding you back is that you don't like vegetables. (laughs) This is really common. When I graduated from my first nutrition degree, I met a personal trainer and she was stoked to hear that I was a nutritionist. Great, she said. Can you write me a diet plan? I only eat meat and potatoes. And I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. I can't write you a healthy weight loss plan that doesn't include vegetables and other foods on top of meat and potatoes. And in fact, it would be professionally neglectful of me as a registered health professional or registered nutritionist to advise an eating pattern for weight loss without them. And that's how important they are. Vegetables are nutrient dense. They're high in nutrition. They're low in energy. They help you meet your nutrient needs, vitamins, minerals, fiber, right? They help fill you up. They're really difficult to overeat, right? Have you ever heard anyone say, I totally binged on cabbage, right? No, you probably haven't because neither have I. So the fix to this is just setting yourself a goal around working on including them more in your diet and teaching yourself how to like them. You can teach yourself to like things if you don't like them. And unfortunately, there is no simple answer to the I don't like vegetables than just slowly working on including them in your diet one at a time and just building your repertoire. This is what we do with kids to teach fussy eaters to eat more veggies. You can 100% do it as an adult. But I'll tell you the truth. I've had clients lose weight on this recommendation alone. And today you're getting this for free. Fill half your plate with vegetables at as many meals as you possibly can. Doesn't matter what else you're eating on the other side of the plate, just do it and thank me later. I do accept donations, (laughs) just jokes. But seriously, add half a plate of veg to whatever else you're eating and it will go a huge long way to helping you maintain a healthy weight long term. The next mistake is that you're not paying attention to your drinks. I've talked about the trap of drinking your calories on the show before and it's a major reason why you might not be successfully losing weight. If you're struggling with a lack of results and you're feeling like your food is good, then this could be it. Think about alcohol, coffees, fruit juice, smoothies, blends, protein shakes, soft drink, energy drinks, all of them add up and sometimes 
we just don't remember that we that we drank them and so we compartmentalize them in our brain and we just forget that they were part of our life. Alcohol consumption in particular is associated with weight gain. There's also lots of evidence that sugary drinks such as soft drink and fruit juice also increase the chances of long-term weight gain and there is even evidence to suggest that diet drinks lead to overeating and subsequent weight gain. So the fix here is food awareness. Get some good food awareness about your drinks. What are you drinking? How frequently are they sneaking into your day and week? Keep a, a food diary and just track your drinks. Add all of them up. And for, for some of you, after you've done a week of that, you'll see really clearly where you might be needing some changes and then swapping out a good chunk of your drinks for water keeping the rest of your diet the same will often lead up to weight loss of about half a kilo a week. And I've seen this in clients. It's so cool, right? So just that small little habit, kind of like the vegetables of adding half a plate of veg, this is another one that if you just focus your attention to consistently do this on a day-to-day basis, then it'll be great for your long-term health and weight as well. The next one is that you're sabotaging yourself with emotional eating. Now, I've done a deep dive on emotional eating on the show and it affects a huge proportion of women, the majority of women who feel like they are overweight and want to lose weight would also identify as an emotional eater. I think it's about 60%. And so, you know, you might have a good meal plan. You feel like you're getting into the groove with your meals. However, whenever you're stressed or anxious or depression creeps in, then it's all over, right? And you're faced with these relentless inner thoughts of, I suck at this, I can't do this, I'll never lose weight, I'll always be fat. And and the, the self-talk becomes really, really poor. And so the fix here is a, cu- a couple of things. It's potentially investigating ways that you can you know, address the underlying core issue of emotional eating. And that might be with some psychological help and support with talking therapy. So seeing a counselor or a psychologist, um, check out the previous episodes on emotional eating where I share four tools on on managing this behavior. And, and remember that it is just a behavior. It's a learned behavior. And so that's really good news because learned behaviors can be unlearned. The next one is, and the last one is that you haven't got your carbs right for you. And so you're constantly trying to cut out carbs and then that's leading to overeating them and then subsequent confusion around that and constantly feeling like you can't be trusted around carbs. And, you know, there's this food that you shouldn't be eating yet you want to eat them or you overeat them and you try cut them out again. And it's just this horrid, vicious cycle. The fix for this is actually seeking professional help and finding the carbohydrate intake that's right for you. Using a bit of trial and error because it's impossible to kind of predict exactly what's right for somebody and then, you know, developing habits. But also not just forgetting about the rest of your diet. You eat more than just carbs and so thinking about your overall diet quality. Well, that's it for today's episode. If any of these mistakes or mindsets resonate with you as being the culprit of you failing at weight loss, maybe reach out to me on social and I can point you in the right direction of getting some help. Otherwise, have a fantastic day team and we'll catch you in the next episode. 
A big thank you to the Capital Chemist and the Daily Dollop in crowd for their continued support of our show. We couldn't do this without them. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you love what you're hearing, please leave us a review.